Hello, hi there. Welcome to Guiding Voice podcast series. The Guiding Voice for a better future. This podcast is to help students and young professionals to shape their careers. Dear listeners, in every episode we interact with industry experts and global leaders to drive some insightful conversation that will help our audience learn great things. Also, we share an interesting trivia or fun fact around the IT world towards the end of every episode. Thank you for tuning in. This is Naveen and I am with my co-host Sudhakar. So folks, today we are going to discuss on the secret to reach our goals and we are pleased to welcome another global leader Colin to our show today. Yeah, thanks guys. It's 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 an honor to be on your show. As you guys know, I'm located located here in Shanghai, China. So I love talking with fellow Asians on these topics. Thank you Colin for accepting our invitation. Absolutely. Colin C. Thompson is a Canadian-born Jamaican, is the founder and CEO of Oligay Enterprises based out of Shanghai, which deals with business consulting company focused on coaching, training and blockchain technologies. This organization specializes in personal development, diversity and career coaching and Colin actually coaches individuals and groups on how to reach their dreams, goals and desires. Colin developed an extensive background in the information technology field, working for some great multinational companies such as IBM, Ernst & Young and Harvard University. In addition, Colin is co-founder of Exchange, a blockchain-based educational and workforce platform for assessments, training, coaching and the award of digital credentials. In his downtime, Colin enjoys pushing himself through competing in various events such as marathons and triathlons with his wife Kay. Colin, welcome to our Guiding Voice podcast again. Let us get into our conversation. Yeah, guys, I'm looking forward to a a great session today. And I got to say that the topic of how to reach our career goals As you know, there's this thing going on called COVID, right? That has a tremendous impact on people's work life. So I think this is a very timely topic. Absolutely, Colin. Let us get into the conversation. How did your passion towards career coaching start? What was that trigger point? <laughs> you know, to be to be honest with you, I had a passion towards coaching, and you know, I'm really a person who's really big on motivational and inspirational speaking. So I love inspiring people to go out of the comfort zone, to being comfortable, being uncomfortable, to really go for their goals, dreams, and desires. And as I was getting more and more clients, one of the things that I noticed, a lot of my clients wanted. career coaching. If I go back 2-3 years ago, my clients more wanted to learn how to improve on their soft skills. How can they be able to manage better relationships? How can they be in better health, mental health and physical health? But in the last year, the vast majority of them have really been wanting to get assistance on either diverting from the current career, from the current job and going in a different path or just finding new work. So it's really based on what my clients wanted and this is really what the vast majority of clients are interested in now. Even if they have a job, they want to find out how can they get a more fulfilling career, more fulfilling job. Excellent. Motivating the professionals to achieve their goals. That is really cool. Yeah, I would say not just professionals. <laughs> you know <laughs> motivating and motivating anybody who who really is uncomfortable recognizes that they want to do more before they leave the earth 
they want to know they really went for the goals. And the reason I say not just professionals, I don't want to say the wrong things here, but a lot of my clients are housewives. Housewives who want to reach goals. A lot of times people think housewives don't have any goals besides raising a strong family. And that's just not true. A lot of housewives, you know, once that kid turns 10, 11 years old, they want to have a career also, or they want to go after something they're passionate about before. So I say that, you know, being open and helping professionals, non-professionals, mothers, brothers, sisters, cousins, really anybody who's really ready to make that change to improve their life. That's great to know. In fact, you know, like you said, we all should get that opportunity to aspire and to pursue our dreams. Like you said, it need not be professionals or uh, AI students. Like you said, brothers, sisters, housewives. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. Colin, to be honest, you have broke the barrier saying that coaching is only for professionals, but you made it very clear that coaching is for everyone. Thank you for the insight. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, we can go on for days to define what a professional is, but I think you guys get it. Yeah, thank you. Excellent. So while helping others reach their aspirations, dreams and goals, Colin, what are the typical key themes or lessons that you focus on? Well, I want to frame it in the frame of how to really improve your career or how to go get a job. Is that, is that okay? Yeah, sure. Yeah, because I think this, again, this is this is very timely. So when I work with my clients, and my clients come to me in two situations, either they're no longer working and they want to get a, a job, they're trying to find a job, or they have a job, but it's not, there's something about it isn't fulfilling. They want to go after a new career. Now, of course, you have recent graduates from college who don't know what they want to do, but I'll talk about that later. Mm -hmm. The lessons I start is, you know, there's a few things that you have to do. And the first thing you have to do is you have to really get ready for what I call the job hunt. Anytime, some people believe that getting a new job will happen in a few weeks or months. That's Mm -hmm. typically not true. It is Mm -hmm. really today, it's about three months to six months to find a job in the same industry, in the same knowledge area that you have. But if you're trying to really go for a new career in a different, if your background is in IT and you want to get into marketing, Mm -hmm. that may take you six months to a year. So one thing I tell my clients is get ready for a journey. And during that journey, you're going to get discouraged. You're going to send out some resumes and you're not going to get a response. And when that happens, it has nothing to do with you as a person. So I I tell my clients, you have to get ready for the journey. And really, you have to be honest with what you really want to do. For example, if you want to go into, again, a different area, a different industry, are you sure that you have the patience and the ability to relearn while you're without a job, while you're trying to look for a job? You have to be honest with what your skills are. You have to really take a deep assessment of what you, where your skill set is, what you want to do, and understand what that gap is. And then, of course, what must you do to fill in that gap? So there are a few key lessons that we have, and those are just a few of those key lessons. Great point, Colin. One question I had on this answer is, do you see this trend in China, Shanghai, or across the globe? Because the job market and the region introduces some of the dynamics into the mix, right? Yeah, so that's a great question. And this is absolutely not Shanghai or China-based. 
This is wherever you are globally. I found that I have clients in Europe, clients in the US, clients in Canada, and clients in China. And I'll tell you, they're going through some of the same things. As far as, it all comes down to also to having that belief in yourself and, and really understanding it's gonna be a challenge and take time to get that new job, especially now during COVID. I like to tell people, you know, imagine that your next door neighbor is going after the exact same job you're going after. You know, when the economy picks back up, imagine everybody is gonna go after the same job that you're going after. How do you compete with them? And you have to look at this as a competition. How do you compete? If you assume that each person has the exact same amount of expertise as you, what is it about you that makes you a better candidate? And if you don't know what that is, you have some work to do. So, and this is wherever you are, not just based on being here in China. Yeah, thanks for the clarification, Colin. Normally, when we execute things, there are two ways. One is by meticulous planning and the other one is just going by the flow. So when you look back at your career, what worked for you? Is it like meticulous planning or have you gone by the flow? <laughs> I'm laughing because, gosh, I like to say that I've always been very good in interviews. Mm -hmm. And I say that because it's a good thing and it's a bad thing because I've been able to get through interviews and get positions with, with great companies. But then, you know, imposter feeling comes in. I say, can I really do this? Or am I just a good interviewer? And I learned that, no, I am skilled. I'm capable of working in these organizations. And I can say that it was due to some planning. Planning in terms of what I want to do. For example, I want to become an IT consultant. I want to become a certified black belt. That, that's sort of planning, but not I didn't plan too much. I sort of looked at opportunities that were there. But if I had to go back, I would say, gosh, this may shock you, go with the flow. <laughs> flow. And I think the younger generation embraces that. The younger generation, they want to go with an organization that they know is doing good things for the world, right? They want to be somewhere and no longer are you going to want to work for a company for 20 years. Give me the two, three years. Me, and I learned, I learned this in China. People want to work for a company two, three years and go. And they're more going with the flow as opposed to being more strategic and saying, how can I develop a strong career in this organization over the next 10 years? So I would say, believe it or not, go with the flow if I had to go back. <laughs> That's really cool. Normally, if we look at our careers and the current position we have, right, it, we might have undergone a lot of challenges and people only look at what has been worked for you. And normally we don't get to understand the challenges that somebody has undergone. So we are interested in understanding some of the challenges that you faced and how did you overcome to reach to a stage where you are today, being an entrepreneur, being a technologist, being a coach, and you have great academic credentials. Oh, gosh, I can tell you. I'm getting fired or getting released or, or getting thrown. <laughs> and let me tell you, and today, if you've had a career that spans over 15 or 20 years, you may have been released from a company. They may have downsized. Your department may have been gone. There may have been a merging of companies and you're no longer necessary. So it's not due to poor performance. There are several different, so if you've worked for a number of years, it's happened to you. And I tell you, if you're fortunate, it happens twice. And I'll tell you why. The first time it happens, your life comes to an end. You feel like you failed. You feel like, you feel like you're a failure and you start to say to myself, well, let me start, so I must get another job quickly. I don't want my friends to know I'm not working for too long. And then you may start taking jobs that are not good for you. 
because you're desperate or you feel desperate. But the, having confidence to know, okay, me being released, let me tell you, it's not my fault. And the more people you talk to, you find out, oh, oh wow, they went through that as well. Your confidence comes back up and it makes you say, okay, I now have an opportunity to get a position that I feel good about. Let me sit down and think about this for a while and identify what I really want to do and what I have to have the skills to do. So I think that going through a loss of job has really allowed me to have the confidence to say, you know what? Look, I'm going to get another job. That's, that's, that's a fact. The question is, what kind of job am I going to get? Am I going to get desperate and take a low salary job? Am I going to get desperate and take, take a job that I don't think I'll really feel appreciated for? Or am I going to just focus on the job I want to get? And I think the more confidence you have knowing that, you know what, people get fired, people get released. It's not personal, it's not a big deal. People find jobs. So I think the challenges that, that I faced that, gosh, helped me have that confidence I need now to start my own company was knowing that things will work out. Just stay focused. Colin, who is your inspiration? You speak to so many people, inspiring them, mentoring them, coaching them, <laughs> motivating them. So who is your inspiration? Wow. So I'm going to do this in two parts. I love motivational speaking. So Les Brown, Jim Rohn were two people. I would always listen to their tapes to get inspired. And I got to tell you, it, it works. It still works to this day. I would say, though, over the last three years, it changed. And I'll tell you, it's very interesting because now uh, Elon Musk, Elon Musk, he inspires me. And the reason he inspires me is because he has his hands into so many different things. And people don't know this, but he's failed a lot. But he's now known as anything he touches, you know, I'm not going to say turns to gold. But I remember a few years people were saying this Tesla car thing is not going to work. He lost money, lost money, lost money. And look at it now. The SpaceX thing is not going to work. Look at it now. So he is an inspiration to me. Now, I don't read his book. I don't go online and read what he does. But just the fact that he has the confidence to have his hands in businesses that aren't similar, that are not similar. So, you know, I have my blockchain business, which is so far away from my coaching business. But they inspire me. I, I love the fact that he has his hands in so many different things that are not just in one industry or, or one, I, I would say, thought process or thought area. Great point. And I also follow and admire Elon's work. It was Nelson Mandela who said, right? It always looks impossible until it is done. I think Elon had shared and done many things that many people thought were almost impossible. Yeah. And if you if you listen to how he talks, if you ask him what his inspiration is, it, it's not about <laughs> making a billion dollars. It's about making the world a better place. It's about doing things, electric cars, right? Getting people to Mars. It's about doing things that really and truly will help the world. Excellent point. So Colin, how should someone plan their goals? Hmm. So do you want my honest answer? Absolutely, sir. <laughs> okay. I don't think you're going to get any value out of planning your goals, mm -hmm. right? And I mean that because a lot of people take time to sit down and think about what their goals are. And I got to say, that is a great exercise to do. However, it doesn't lead to greatness. You have to execute your goals. You have to go after your goals. So you have to find the why. Why do I want to achieve this? Why, why, why? Right? Some people call this the golden why. But the thing about this is, I tell people, when you answer your why, put it in context, at the end of it, add this to it. 
I want to achieve this goal so that the lives of my family and my friends are improved. Because you have to have that part in there. How will what you achieve, or once you achieve your goals, how will that improve your life? How will that improve the lives of your friends and your family? Because if you're going after a goal and you're the only one that benefits from it, I don't know if that's going to keep you focused and motivated when some challenges come in front of you. But if you know if this goal can improve the lives of your friends and family, that might make you get up when you're tired. That might make you still go for it when people slam doors in your close slam doors in your face. So I think you have to look at how you know the why. Why are you trying to achieve this goal? That's awesome, Colin. Uh, we have bombarded you with a set of questions so far. So here is your turn to ask us questions. Go easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think as I mentioned to you, I'm really about motivation, inspiration, and I like to hear if you start today. Fast forward to six months from today.、Mm-hmm. What do you plan to accomplish in the next six months? Yeah, maybe I'll go first. With regard to my job, I'll be getting into a new job. And second one on the podcast, we'll be completing our hundredth episode, and out of which we will have at least twenty global leaders like you. And we will also be reaching minimum of five thousand subscribers on YouTube. We are very very optimistic because. The kind of value add that is being brought by us to the table and all, so we are pretty confident about、uh, giving the best to the world. Okay, and I gotta say that's tremendous. Congratulations on reaching that 100 episode milestone. I want to challenge you here, though. I would like、mm-hmm. to hear a goal that improves the lives of your friends and your family.、Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, you brought a very very valid point here. Our goal is to inspire the younger generation and those who really need some motivation and guidance. And in case if we are able to help at least five to ten people, that is itself is a success. Because so far we have been getting some responses from our audience through email, through phone call, and all. We are getting inspired, and that is motivating us to do more and more. And to your point, our goal about inspiring people that is intrinsic. That's why I did not make it explicit, but I want to make it explicit now. Thank you for、mm. bringing it.、Mm. I think that's, that is wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> Over to you, Sudhakar. Yeah, I think you summarized it well,、uh, Navi. At least, if we can positively influence ten students or young professionals to have better life than what they were planning earlier, I think that will be a measurement of success for us. And other monetary benefits you already talked about, having five thousand subscribers on YouTube, and another five thousand subscribers or followers on LinkedIn. Yep, great. Colin, before we conclude our conversation, one last question: Any tips for our audience to grow big in their career or life? <laughs> yeah, I'll put it down to this one tip. If I had to give one tip for professionals, entrepreneurs, anybody to grow big in their life, I'm going to say in their life. I think that you have to be always have unreasonable confidence in yourself, not based on what other people say and think. And one of the best ways to do that is to, no matter what, always be your own cheerleader. And what that means is, if you think about the job of a cheerleading team. Their job is to support their team, encourage the team, inspire the team, no matter win, lose, or draw. And actually, if the team is doing bad, the cheerleaders cheer louder and harder and encourage more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you think about decisions we make sometimes in life, sometimes we feel we failed or made a mistake, and it may take us a long time to 
emotionally get past that. Man, forget that. Always cheer on, always support yourself, always cheer yourself. If you made a, a bad decision, let it go. Tell yourself, don't worry about it. Be a cheerleader. No matter what, you gotta tell yourself you're going on the right path, no matter what. Don't expect anybody else to do that. If you share your plans with your friends, your family, and they laugh at you and say, well, that's not your thing, let that go. You gotta tell yourself, you know you can do it, you're gonna do it, let's do it. You know you can do it, you're gonna do it, let's do it. You have to be your own best cheerleader all of the time. I, I gotta tell you guys, no matter what I do, the mistakes I make, I always tell myself, good job, <laughs> okay? I don't spend time, I don't spend time um, telling myself I, I made a mistake, I'm stupid, forget that. That's amazing. Always believe in yourself. Absolutely. Cheer for yourself, cool. Colin, thank you so much for joining us today. It was indeed a great discussion on reaching our goals. Yeah, this was a very, very good conversation, guys. You know, it's interesting because very short and very short and to the point. I, I really like this. Thank you, Colin. Appreciate your time and all the insights that you have provided to the Guiding Voice audience. It's been a pleasure. Dear listeners, to know more about our speaker and the content, visit or follow us on social media. We are available on LinkedIn, Facebook, Insta, Twitter, Pinterest, and also on YouTube. Just search for The Guiding Voice. And then follow, like, subscribe to us, and also please share within your network. Also, feel free to email us at theguidingvoiceforyou, that is T-H-E-G-U-I-D-I-N-G-V-O-I-C-E, four as a digit, U as a letter, at gmail.com. Or WhatsApp us on India number, 94945871871 again india number 94945871871 and we will be happy to collaborate with you all right so it brings us to the trivia segment of today's episode and today's trivia is about revenue of mobile games all of us might be wondering where does the revenue for mobile games come from but you know 60% of all the revenue comes only from 0.23% of the players so you can imagine what the 60% means and how the 0.23% of the players are contributing so which means only rich ones are actually contributing to the revenue interesting isn't it thank you for listening there is more in store folks stay tuned have a wonderful time take care be safe until next time Bye-bye.